0: So I have to say straight away that Won't You Be My Neighbor is phenomenal.
1: I am so, so glad we finally saw it. I mean, talk about a long-awaited movie to see. No matter how many names we dropped at any location, we could not get into this movie. We're talking Sundance, Phoenix Film Festival. There was no way to get in. Now, grab some tissues. We're about to begin. My tearful neighbor is Kaylee Monahan, and I am Tuesday Marl. And this is Whiskey and Popcorn.
0: So this is a documentary and it takes us through the career of Fred Rogers as he begins as a would-be pastor and then moving on to an early childhood psychologist and finally to a TV personality that quite humbly grew to be a staple in most, if dare I say all, American homes from the 60s, almost nonstop to the early 2000s. He touched the lives of so many people, changed lives really, and that was all done so simply. And we actually have a clip here and it starts with Margie Whitmer and she was a producer on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. We had a director that once said to me, you take all of the elements that make good television and do the exact opposite. You have Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Low production values, simple set, unlikely star. Yet, it worked. Because he was saying something really important.
1: Love is at the root of everything. All learning, all parenting, all relationships, love or the lack of it and what we see and hear on the screen is part of who we become
0: so Tuesday what did you think
1: you know I expected to cry and that is what happened it's not really a concept of if you'll cry it's when and i fondly remember watching mr rogers when i would stay home sick from school so there were several scenes in there where you know i just remember my childhood and from from teaching me to love myself for who i am to helping me understand the horrors of 911 you know he was kind of this uncle that never really judged you and said things in a way that made sense even as a child or, for that matter, a teenager, could understand.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, he he was never flashy. When you think of Mr. Rogers, you you instantly think of, like, his cable-knit sweaters that every single one was different, and his mom knit for him, like, every single sweater. He just was this very warm, comforting presence. And he had his formula, like, the way the shows ran— And it always worked. Like, I remember watching it as a kid, and I was engaged the whole time, even though by today's standards, it would feel like the pacing was slow. And they they even said there in the clip, low budget value. But that didn't matter. Mr. Rogers and each of the the actors in in the land of make-believe, they all just felt genuine and sincere and they didn't really talk down to you as a child. And that is part of the success. And Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, I really feel like, pioneered the uh, talking to kids type of TV show well before Nick Jr. or Disney did with their like cartoony
1: shows today, which just don't even hold a candle to Mr. Rogers. And I love how the documentary was done. You know, an old school documentary format is nothing to really scoff at. We saw pieces of the show itself, Interviews of him both early and late in the career. Uh, and interviews from really almost everyone who knew him. Family, crew, cast. And, you know, we even saw little sketches and parodies that were done of him, whether done well or in jest or in just cruelty. The, the
0: scope of this documentary, because I feel like when you, when you approach a story, um, it, whether you're doing a issue or you're talking about a person you know there's always so much to go through even going online and looking for clips to share with you guys there's stuff that's overwhelming that just I'm like this didn't make it into the documentary like the whole backstory with Daniel the tiger like we get just a snippet of that but I think that's the genius of how this film was put together to tell Mr. Rogers story because I never felt like I was left with questions hanging. I just felt like
1: I left knowing somebody who has been a part of my life even better. I enjoyed hearing of the early beginnings of him and I never knew that he was actually pursuing pastorhood and working with the church and things like that. I just I never really understood his background. It was never anything that I think was potentially probed while he was alive.
0: And they point this out in the the documentary, but there's a lot of misconceptions about who he is. In this documentary, they really allowed him to speak for himself. There's like so much great archival footage and interviews. We really get to hear his voice, um, which can be hard when you're doing a, a story about somebody who has passed on. So you get that really genuine side of him but also the people around him like Yo-Yo Ma the celloist is one of the people who was near and dear to him and I had no idea and I thought that was just fantastic everything from like these gruff like set guys who like pull pranks on him like I would never do what this guy did to Mr. Rogers and yet they had a great time or you know even just covering the type of topics they did and I think that's that's one of the things that really makes his show stand out then, but it still could be so meaningful now. Like, I would have kids today watch his program because he talked about death, he talked about divorce, assassination, like, the the 60s up through nine eleven, a lot of stuff happened, and he wasn't afraid of trying to tackle those topics and bring them down to a kid's level, and that is really powerful, because what other kids show is
1: doing that? No, this documentary was... A nice reminder of someone who practiced what he preached. It was a visit from the past, you know, the good old days. But in a way, it's exactly what we needed right now. And to be honest, maybe it isn't uncanny what the timing is and why it was released uh, this last January. You know, our world is no better when he was on air than it is now. There was racial tension divide within the country and everything that we're experiencing right now. But that begs for me to say, are we doing everything wrong? He didn't he didn't shy away from the difficult topics, but he discussed them in such a civilized manner that we in social media world today can't seem to figure out. And, you know, I would hope to go back to something like that. But I also understand I could be reaching for the stars.
0: Civil discourse in this country has kind of gone out the window we have regressed in some ways and that's why I feel like when I walked out of this film I was like this not only was a fantastic documentary about somebody who I've loved since as a child but this documentary hits on something that this country needs and that is why I think this is the most important documentary to come out in the last five years because it it talks about love and like sincere true love about accepting others for who they are accepting yourself and you know I think that message can get kind of distorted and you know you see stories today about oh it's the me generation and young people are so selfish well that's not what he was talking about he was talking about becoming yourself
1: knowing who you are and you can love yourself and then you can love others yeah before I get too teary I can say If of anything you take away from it, it's the fact that humanity can be this way. And this documentary is a nice reminder that maybe looking into the past isn't always a bad idea. For sure.
0: I would say that is a full resounding you must see this documentary. If you see any documentary this year, this is the one you need to see. And I'm gonna say this is gonna be the best one even for Oscar season. Absolutely. Well, that's it for this episode. The film was Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary on Mr. Rogers. Make sure you go see it. Check it out. Let us know what you think. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagrams. Thanks so much for listening.